It was the monster man. The monster man. It was a graveyard smash. It is the monster. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. It rubs the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. This place is cursed. What is it with you and curses? This is cursed. That is cursed. Darling, light of my life. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite live podcast. Dive into the shallows with us. Every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan, Alex Teicher. Good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening, and however you are listening, I thank you and I welcome you in to another riveting edition of your favorite life podcast, Shallow Potions. <laughs> Welcome! Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You are in for such a treat tonight. Not only do you get to have a surprise unlike any other, but you get to step inside a time machine that I have made specifically for just you, where we will travel back, back to the beginning of what it truly means to me as a podcast host, and where it all began on one of my first recordings. (laughs) What's up, everybody? (laughs) Welcome in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans podcast, and this is the first ever Halloween edition. I can say without hesitation, and I'm pretty sure you are already noticing how geeked up I am for this episode. I am extremely excited, and I wanted to be the first to tell you Happy Halloween. Happy Spooky-Veen! Eve. Regardless if you're religious or not, or whatever you think about the holiday as a whole, I'm just having fun with it, so don't be a sour sap. We're gonna have fun. It's gonna be a good time, and I'm extremely excited because I can soon say it is no longer the Spooky S C N. Ha ha. 
<laughs> Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but I would like to know, when did the SZN thing start? Because I see guys and gals alike all over social media the past month always saying, it's that time of season, SZN. I'm going to have pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice bagels, pumpkin spice sweaters, pumpkin spice lavender scent soaps, pumpkin spice tires, pumpkin spice mannequins. Okay, that was a little far, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that voice came up, but for some reason, I feel like that is so overhyped, the whole SZN and the pumpkin spice this, the pumpkin spice that. We got to chill a little bit, okay? I mean, I'm all for it getting cooler. Don't get me wrong. I'm sitting here in sweats, and I'm enjoying it, so it's going to be a blast. I'm so excited for tonight's show. I have a lot to get into with you guys tonight. I actually spent... And I kid you not, an entire hour recording the promo video for tonight's episode. (laughs) If you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend you go to Instagram and type in Shallow Oceans. It should pop up. No spaces or anything. Maybe Shallow Oceans podcast, but I'm pretty sure it's just Shallow Oceans. It'll pop up the Instagram page for this show. And you can see (laughs) how much fun I had where I had to do the timing correctly for the music, where the ambience was hitting and I was doing this... Dracula impersonation. It was so much fun. (laughs) I had a blast doing it, and I'd love to see what you guys think if you haven't seen it already. So I'm sure you already know what today's episode is about. And yes, I thought to myself last week, I was going to call this episode spooky or scary, but you know, I think I'm just going to call it Halloween for the simple fact that this is Hallow's Eve, and I am doing the show literally on Halloween night for you. I waited till midnight and I'm sitting down in the studio live in Los Angeles, just you and I all alone to have some fun together. And it's going to be a great time. I'm very excited to see where this show takes me and which direction I go with this because I have a lot I want to do and give to you because I thought it's a great way to let you guys have an episode where it's all myself to you and we can have a great conversation at the same time. You can challenge yourself on which ones are your favorites, your beliefs, and what you think about it as a whole. So tonight's episode is very revolvent around the things I enjoyed over my youth. I want to get you into stories, some back things, maybe go into different adventures, my favorite movies during this time, what it was when I would go trick-or-treating, and some really good stories I have of when I almost saw a ghost. I might have saw a ghost. It's a very good story. We'll get into that. So I think it's without a doubt the best way to start tonight's show with me giving you guys a taste of something I did way back in the day, five years ago to be exact, and it was one of the first ever episodes I've done on a podcast, and I still have it saved on a hard drive. And I stumbled across it probably a couple months ago, and I thought it was perfect because this episode that I'm talking about and specifically was on Halloween night. And I did it with my good friend, Nick Wright, who got me the job here at Fox and was one of the first friends I made in radio and was one of my co-hosts. We did a show together. We also did guesting on each other's shows. It was a great time. And this show is called Reality Check I was doing it on. And I had a radio name at the time 
where I called myself Alex Young. So funny. Could even have been a porn name if you remove the Y and just add an H. But that's for another time. But <laughs> this specific episode was having fun on Halloween, which I'm doing tonight with you guys, where we talked about our favorite movies, our different stories. We went into different things about I did this production value of what it was where we got sent into a different vortex. It was an amazing time. And what is truly amazing about this episode is you can see how much I have grown. And at the same time, I've stayed extremely connected to the roots of why I started this. The whole beginning and the trials and tribulations and what it was at my core when I was doing this show. So a quick little brief background of what Reality Check was, it was based on the concept of me bringing in good people, having good conversations, open conversations, to have the ability to speak freely and to challenge people's beliefs and open your mind to things you would have never thought of otherwise. Kind of like a mirror that I'm able to point back at you while I'm able to reflect it at myself and we can both look at it and conversate about it. It was a great time. It was a great concept. It was just not the right moment for me to do it. I wasn't at the place mentally like I am now. I was still hurt from my past relationship and I was still trying to figure out who I was and what my direction of the show truly was going to. Well, the best thing about this too is that when you listen to it, you're going to see how much effort I put into this. And keep in mind, this is five years ago. So this is before podcasting was normal. And everybody who has a following now, a celebrity has over 20,000 followers had a podcast because it was recommended as another outlet for you to get some money and income. This was back when it was so fresh. I was top five in our country on Megaphone for almost four weeks because of the content I was putting out and probably because there was only five podcasts at the time. But regardless of that, it was a great time. And I'm very excited for you guys to now listen to this because the first clip I would like to play for you is a clip that me and my friend Nick are starting. So I will give you a little background on this. So Nick and I are talking about going to this interesting place because there's a button next to me that just randomly pops up. And we were both looking at this button and saying, well, what is this button exactly? What does this button do? What what should I try? Should we push it? And Nick's always like, yeah, let's push buttons. Let's see what happens. And so this is what ensued when we, on the podcast episode, pressed the button. All right, Nick, did you see that button in front of you when you walked into the studio tonight? Yes. What, what Haven't you... you been wondering what that button yes, is? Yes, I was going to ask you about that. I'm glad you brought it up. It kind of has to do with what you're asking right now. So that button turns this studio into an asylum. No. Do you feel like maybe we should take that journey? Well, I mean, I want to Are you to pu- feeling I, I, ready? I'm always inclined to push the button, any button. So yes. What do you... Can I push it? Ladies and gentlemen, be prepared. <laughs> Nick, I'm scared. Okay, what is... Nick, What? why did you push the button? Well, you said I could. Nick, shh, hold on, hold on. I'm out, I'm out, Why I'm the out. Lights I'm, off? I'm out. Where's the easy button? I don't like it. Nick, run, run, run! Ah! 
Hit the button. Hit it. Oh my God. Why did I push it? Why did you make me push it? So welcome back to Reality Check. I'm really glad I came tonight, Alex. That was great. <laughs> that button wasn't here when I first got here. It's not here now that we are back here. <laughs> what do you think? Little Alex was running around a labyrinth, almost you could say an asylum, where he and a young Nick were lost trapped and not sure if they would ever get back. But you heard from their beating hearts and the way that they overcame this certain environment that they truly would be able to overcome anything from the bond of friendship and love. And a clove of garlic, because apparently vampires don't like garlic and all the crazy spooky ambience that was going on there it was so dope and to listen back to this too i get so hyped because i can really see how much effort i put into it i put so much production value throughout the whole show and everything was so pure it was so young and it was so full of joy and excitement that's one of the things I believe is so incredible that we need to hold on to throughout all of this. Because even if we go to this exact moment I shared with you, you can feel the energy I had. You can see how my guest at the time, Nick, that was on the show, he was getting so excited himself. Because keep in mind, I'm basically the energy for himself. I'm basically the guy who's making sure he has the energy to fulfill the role that we are both playing. And I also hype him up, thus gets him better. It's like the thing where I would always say, when you are a good host, shout outs to the other show I do, which is called Weeb Nation Podcast, W-E-E-B Nation Podcast, which I do with my best friend, Reevy. When you do a show like that, and my co-host had never done radio before, had never done anything within it, we are able to make such a great show because of the guidance I have given him, the outlook I have shown, and the ability I keep bringing to the table of always heightening his ability to sound at his best because I elevate him while elevating myself. It's a true leader. It's a true guiding role. And you can still see within both of us, we have that youth factor, which was so prominent back in these times. Again, regardless of religion, your creed, your uh, whatever your beliefs are, Halloween was a time when we as a young kids would have so much fun. We would dress up. We would put on costumes. We would go trick-or-treating at night. We would go to these family parties. We would go to these different events with our friends. And it was so magical because you get to be a part of a moment. The now was all there was. It was so exciting because you would spend so much time getting ready for these events. You would go and pick out your outfit. And I remember I was a Power Ranger. I was Scream. I was all these really cool outfits that I put so much time into and thought that it made it that much better. And it made the enjoyment of the environment that much more fun because it was so cool. It was such a great time. And I think that's something we have to try not to lose as we get older. That's because as we grow, we start to lose that innocence. We start to lose that carefree ability we have and that bravery, that ability to be so young, wild, and free that nothing else is there to scare us. But alas, there is a lot of mystery in the night, and especially the horror movies we get to play as well, that it can heighten you in a certain way and bring your imagination to the forefront to where now that can actually make you scared as well. So when you add all of these things, and now you grow and move forward, you have to 
realize that we always try to hold on to this, even if we're not aware of it. For example, now we get older and we start going to these Halloween parties with our friends. We start to dress up. Ladies, I know when you're a lot younger, when you're in your late teens, early 20s, you like to dress up a little loosey-goosey and show off those awesome bodies you have. And don't get me wrong, I have nothing but love for the bunny girl suits and for all the different outfits you ladies have. This sexy Medusa, this sexy firefighter, this sexy Hermione, the sexy tutor, the sexy ninja. I'm pretty sure if you just put sexy in front of anything and take off half the clothing that's on it, it looks sexy, right? (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Guys had fun with it and they loved it as well. It was a great time. But the thing with those parties is, is we had so much fun because everybody's dressing up. They're either playing the role. They're trying to act cool. They're trying to hook up with people. They're trying to mingle, entertain. You still have that factor as a child. It's just the ways that you get entertained have evolved in a sense. They've changed. It doesn't mean they're better or worse, but it's just different factors and it carries that cadence within it. That's so fun. I've been to a few Halloween parties in my time. I've dressed up as a Prince Charming. I've dressed up as a pirate. I've done all these fun things that it makes it such a great environment and a great time. And I wanted to do recently, too, that uh, since my hair is so long, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie The Crow, but I wanted to do actual Top Dalla, which is like the main bad guy in it, and he has like the long hair. I feel like I could pull it off right now. Let me just say the ambience, the morality, could bring behind it the darkness and the ambience i would kill it (laughs) it would be such a fun costume so if anybody wants to tag team with me let me know i'm super down for it but alas that is not all i have in store for you tonight as i want to take you back again into the time portal and i will teleport you back to that exact night five years ago to be precise on spooky season where i was able to have fun with my friend nick and we got into another fun topic where we talked about scary stories different things we went through and different type of scary events something that was very prominent in our life that we went through and we wanted to tell the story for the fans. So I wanted to pull up mine for you guys and let you hear this and to see how much fun it was and how scary and ominous it was at the same time. But just feel the aura and the way I was talking and presenting myself and I would like to get your guys' reaction. Here it is. So let's go through some real life stuff. You know what? I'm going to have to munch on that for a second. Uh, You go first. All right. So back when I was in high school, uh, this is probably my senior year. I was probably one of the only one of all my friends who had a car. And it's the night before Halloween night. We all have the free night. The next night I'm watching my sister, you know, handing out candy with my girlfriend watching scary movies. So we have a free night. Let's go do something. No party. Nothing's available. Well, come to find out, we know of this house. That's up in the mountains behind us, and it's it's huge mountains. They call it the uh, skyline behind our house. It's one of the highest mountain peaks. There's uh, antennas on top and everything, but it's a deep forest area. So you can get lost up there. Um, well, we found out there's a house up there that was made back in the 1800s. Oh, here we go. And apparently, when the sitter was there watching two kids, and the parents went out one night for dinner and an evening movie... The nanny, I guess, fell asleep, and the kids accidentally knocked off the lamp, and it burnt the whole house down with all of them still in it. So they say to this day, the nanny's body and flesh remains, and you can smell it in the middle of the night. And the worst part is that they say she haunts the ground, ever looking for children to take care of. So yeah, we decide to go up there, right? And it's 2 a.m., man. 2 a.m. in the middle of the night. And I'm like, okay. 
okay, this sounds like a perfect time to go. We're all, yeah, let's go. So we end up going up there. It's pitch black, man. Pitch black. You can't see. We're sitting out there with our cell phone lights, little flashlights walking through. We must have walked at least 30 minutes till we get the dead middle of the forest. You look back, it's just forest. Jeez, it's a mission, man. Tip. It's a mission. But we had a big group, so Dark we were all in the, confident. In the, in the well, there was like black. six of us, yeah. But we were pretty confident, right. you know? Come to find out, we see a light in the distance. No. I'm talking about, it's pretty bright. It's lighting up the forest. You're like, maybe it's a car, right? So we all kind of scatter to the side. We see it start to go through the woods, and it disappears up over the hill. And we think to ourselves, that's the way we're supposed to be going. All right, maybe there's somebody already there, right? We figure there's other kids trying to do the same thing as us, right? All right, so we keep going. Start walking up these hills. Let me tell you, too, when we get to this house, we're not even there yet, but we're at the stairs. And you can tell at the stairs, they're just old and decaying, but you can smell like it smells burnt, but there's nothing burning. It's really weird, man, I'm telling you. So we finally get up to the house. It's just this giant open land hole in the middle of the floor, and you can just see all these leftover furniture, just everything sitting around. I'm telling you, man, it's smelt like ash it was the worst part so when we're looking inside of the house the hole which is the land mass like the leftover it's like i guess the the cellar you know where they had the bottom area you could just you see something moving in the dark and we we all panic and we start running back towards the house because you don't know what it is we hear something moving and as we're running down you see that light again but this time there's like two of them and they separate right when we get there and scatter like it just moves quick through the forest. So we're like, I don't know what's going on here. Now we think people are, we're all sprinting fast as we can down the path. Come to find out, we get pretty, you know, pretty good distance away from the house. We're missing two people. Where did Jim and Sally go, dude? How no. did Jim and Sally not, I swear. Where did they go? We turn around, they're nowhere in sight. So we go back and look a little bit, right? We kind of go back up to the house, nobody there. No more lights, nothing. Doesn't even smell anymore. What do we do? We're calling them. Nobody's picking up, man. It's weird, right? We hear a scream in the distance. No. A scream, right? A girl scream, too. Didn't sound like the trick we knew, Sally, and it wasn't the other homie. So what do we do? We're gone, dude. We start booking it back to the cars. Come to find out, right when we get through the woods again, they're standing, both of them, by the car. So what did you hear, man? I don't like it. We don't know. We still don't care to know. That place was eerie. It was a great feel. I mean, if you're talking about something authentic, go to that place. And when we t- asked them to what they saw, they we didn't see nothing. Man. Like, they were totally nonchalant, like just avoiding the whole thing. So you tell me, man. Let your imagination run with that one. Wow. And that's a reality check. I don't know how I'm going to follow that one. But... Oh my gosh, it's like telling that story again for the first time. It was such a trip, but beyond a doubt, one of the craziest times in my life. I can remember a handful of them, but that one in particular, oh oh man, it was so dope. And I'm sure many of us have so many stories that we don't even register all the time because they were so, in a sense, eerie or scary or something that went too far that we kind of put it in the background of our memory because we don't want to remember it very prominently. Regardless of what your beliefs are, there's a lot of people that have ghost stories or they have these different sightings or these crazy things that happen with their family or just the eerie omniance behind it. It's really cool. A thriller. It's it's very dope. And I think that's one of those things, again, that I have so much fun with because it's cool to see how much I've progressed and how much I've grown and how far I've come 
come as a host and to hear this and to look back on it, it's so heartwarming. It really is. And I'm so glad I found this to play for you guys because I wanted to show you that no matter how much time goes by, no matter where you end up in your life, it is truly never too late to continue what you were trying to do or even to start. Even if you're going to pick it back up from the start of beginning and play again from go, it's not too late. Don't hurt yourself and feel like you can't do something now because of the time that has passed. That's never the issue. That is never the thing that should be a definitive factor of you not progressing with life. I myself had to take time away from doing this. I had to pause this for two and a half years until I started working at Fox Sports Radio through iHeartRadio and started doing the show a second time, this time with a co-host named Brittany. And I did this show for a good six, seven months again and had to pause it for a second time because it wasn't right again. Here's the thing, everybody. No matter what happens in your life, nothing is going to be perfect, nor should it be. You should never be able to accomplish something on your first try because then what's the point of even trying to do anything else, right? If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. If something doesn't work out right away, that tells me it means you weren't at the right spot, but you are working diligently to overcome these obstacles, to either suppress these bad feelings, or either to overcome them eventually, or even to take a step back and say, what else can I do to further this? Why doesn't this feel right? And I had to be a very strong individual for both times to say, I have to stop right now. Because I do think about it all the time. I think about what if I continued that show, and I would have been almost five years years into the show now, six years, and I would have been on a level like maybe Joe Rogan with how big of a following I had, but to me, it wasn't the spot yet. Not everybody's timing is aligned. You can't judge yourself off of somebody else's start point. You can't make sure that you look at somebody else where they're at in their life and say that you aren't on par with them. We all have different starting points, regardless of what it is or where it may be. Some people might know they're calling at 18, 15, 10, while some don't even know till they're in their 40s, 50s until they get a shot. The fact is time is irrelevant and we are all forever young. We are young as we are alive. It doesn't matter if you're in your 60s. You are still young to me because it is such a brief moment. The now is all that exists. It is very brief and it's so fast it, you'll never notice it because it just passed like right now. So embrace it. Use it to your max. Never feel like something is out of your reach because the only way it becomes that way is when when you pull your arm back and say it is too far. Remember, everything is close enough to be within your grasp, but it's truly up to you to see if you further it. I still do these motivational speeches even when I'm trying to have fun on a Halloween edition. I forgive me, but you know it's just the way this show has progressed and evolved, so I hope you get the purpose of what I'm trying to portray with it. So let's have some fun now. Let's go into some of these great topics with yours truly about Halloween. And let's go into my top Halloween movies for you guys. And I'm interested to see what you guys have on yours as well. Without a doubt, when I think of top Halloween movies, I always think of things that don't have to be specific to maybe being a horror film or has something to do with the actual holiday itself. But I could bracket a lot of these different ones from vampire movies to scary movies to paranormal movies to kind of criminal thriller movies, to even like heartwarming films. It just depends on the bracket of what it is encompassing that you can actually put it into. So 
for example, one of my top Halloween movies will always be A Nightmare Before Christmas. And this is one of those smart ones that, shout outs, Tim Burton and Danny Elfman, this is one of those great movies that parlays itself into two different holidays. It's the base premise of a Halloween movie, but it can be seen also as a Christmas movie. And I think this is a great debate. Which one is it more of? You could argue that it's more Christmas because of the premise of there would be no story if it wasn't for the ambience of Christmas trying to take over itself, but you could say also that it is based on Halloween. I'll say they are 50-50 in the middle. There is a perfect balance between both of them, and they are perfect for each and every one of those holidays. It is one of my top Halloween movies for the sense of I grew up with it, it has a strong connection to me because of my past, and I can still put it on to this day, sing along with the movie, and enjoy every second of it, even if I know what's coming. It's a great time, and it's a great movie. Here's another one. Edward Scissorhand. I think it's such a unique movie for the concept of what it is, what it brings you, and a big reality check it has to what life is. And it shows the families, the houses, all living the same lives, all doing the same thing, all revolving around drama. And then this one random glitch in the matrix presents itself and all mayhem just goes loose. It was a great movie. If you haven't seen these two that I've mentioned yet, please give them a watch. They're a great time. And now if I transition into more of a different type of vibe movie, one of my top vampire movies that I will always be a fan of, no matter what time, what place, especially in the Halloween season, I am a huge fan of Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned is such a crazy unique movie for the sense that it's almost like a cult classic. It's not something that is technically good. It's not something that is technically incredible or amazing. It's one of those vibes to it that has almost like a twilight thing where the women are very hot and bothered by it because of the vampire thing which i understand it is very prominent in the good looking community of vampires and yes you know it's very dope but the thing i loved about this movie in particular was the fact how it showed something a lot of people really don't recognize right away it shows you the concept that somebody who has everything somebody who's living forever like a vampire feels like he is still missing something and he's still searching for something and it's very cool to see how this world progresses and how so many things end up happening and I didn't even know this, but the chick that plays the main queen of the vampires, Aaliyah, oh my lord, she looks incredibly good in this movie. And I didn't know she died so young. She died when she was like 21 or something like that. The main dude in this movie as well died when he was super young. It's very eerie and it gives this weird concept of like, ooh, spooky movie, right? You guys need to check it out if you haven't. It's another one of my top ones. If I go into horror ones, I know you guys are going to have a lot of fun with this one. If I think back to the first movie that scared the living daylights out of me when I was a younger kid and I went to a sleepover party with shout out to David Camarena, when I went to his house for one of his birthday parties, it was towards Halloween as well. I remember he put on this movie called The Leprechaun. Oh my goodness. When I watch it back now, I laugh at how dumb it is. But when I was a child, it scared the living daylights out of me that this little leprechaun with his green hair and always chasing his coins that everyone stole from him, he would brutally murder people. And I was watching as a kid like, what the literal F is going on? <laughs> Still to this day, I'll always remember the leprechaun 
for the simple fact it scared the living daylights out of me as a kid. And it will always resonate as one of those movies that scared the living daylights out of me. Oh my god, though. Oh, tripped me out. And before I forget, I have to shout out real quick Casper the Friendly Ghost and Beetlejuice, which I think are extremely dope movies. Again, I have like that weird vibe with 90s, late 90s, early 90s movies with the way that they go and how their views of it. The thing with these movies that are so dope too is like the messages behind them and the life lessons and how you can relate them to your own world because you don't have to get super scary and super dark with these things before you get excited by them. They're very cool. They're very down to earth and they have that fun vibe to it that it brings me back to my childhood. I think that's why they connect to me on such a strong level. But at the same time, even when I watch them and now at my older age, I still have a blast with them and still love every second of them. They're great movies. Also, shout outs to these other good movies that are on my list of top movies for Halloween is The Crow, which I was mentioning Top Dollar as somebody I wanted to actually be a costume for, which shout outs to my friend Amanda. She sent me hers, The Crow, which was insane by the way well done the crow is such a good movie shout outs to brandon lee he died i'm pretty sure while it was during the recording of this movie and the homeboy actually has a doppelganger do a lot of these roles and recorded as his doppelganger so there's a lot of scenes where you never see his face during the movie because it's not even him when they try to finish the movie so dope so cool gotta check it out and also donnie darko if you haven't seen donnie darko it is a surreal trippy movie And when it gets closer to the ending, the plot twist will throw you off. And I still remember to this day, I'm getting goosebumps right now as I'm talking to you, when the bunny shows itself. Whatever this bunny is, whatever its vibe is, I always remember seeing its face and getting that feel of the atmosphere and the way the music would play inside of it. Oh, gosh, it was so good. And of course that song, all around me are familiar places, worn out faces. That's where I first heard it was on this movie as well. So shout out to Donnie Darko and The Crow. You know, it's tough for me to give you my top scary movie, like the horror film that just really gets you down with that incredibly dark and paranormal vibe to it. The Conjuring franchise, like the first Conjuring movie and the rest of the whole franchise itself, they're incredibly dark and eerie and scary, but they're so compelling. I'll have to give them a shout out as well. I mean, it's it's very hard to not like them, but I also have like that bias with the insidious side and everything too, but Silent Hill also, which I was a big fan of a video gamer. I mean, there's really no wrong choice. Movies themselves, they do something to tell you about your character, the way your values are, and at the same time, your interest in outlooks. Like myself, I was never a big fan of Hocus Pocus, but I know for a fact Hocus Pocus is probably the number one movie if people think of Halloween movies. I'm sure it doesn't have the best rating, but I'm sure people would say that is number one as a Halloween movie. Definitely, if it was a voting poll or something like that, I can't argue it at all. But it's very cool to see that your interests in what you have in these different type of movies that comes with the holidays, it's so dope. And those are just a couple of a few ones I can think off the top of my head, but those are incredibly good movies. I love every second of them. And if I had to give you my actual top genre of movies I like to watch... 
It is hands down horror flicks. Horror flicks or something that is revolvent around this holiday. Something about them just warms my soul in a very scary way. <laughs> it's hard to say. I'm a very spook easy guy. And if you can get me to be scared to go to the restroom in the middle of the night, you did a damn good job. And I'm very happy for the movies themselves that I got to experience them. And I hope some of those, if you haven't seen them, I highly recommend you give them a watch. So here's another fun quick one we could do before I head my way out here because this has been a fun conversation. I love the fact that I could play some of these old clips for you guys and you could see how the old show was and the different type of atmosphere I was and my mindset back then. I've grown a lot and it's very cool to see. Let's do my top Halloween candy now. Now this is a fun one because as we're younger and we're trick-or-treating, we all know that when we go from house to house, there's always some things we're looking forward to. There's always some kind of candies we really want more than others and there's a lot of the time when we go with friends or different type of family members whatever it is we basically do a big trading session at the end to make sure we got more of what we liked and the other ones got more of what they liked it was very fun and it was a good time the two candies I will always love to the end of my days even though I don't eat them anymore and I haven't had them in who knows how long was one the Hershey's cookies and cream and the second one was the actual nerd candy like those little pops that would come in the little boxes and stuff like that those two will always have my heart I don't know why but something about the cookies and cream oh my god though it was even my favorite ice cream. It was so much of a prominent thing for me. I loved cookies and cream. I would almost eat cookie dough raw when I was younger. It was just, I know it's not good for you, but it's one of those things that are on my top candy list. Nerds, Hershey's cookies and cream, Kit Kat bars, anything that was along those kind of a lines, I was very a big stickler for. I loved them to my dying day. I was never really big on Starburst or Milk Duds. I mean, you name it. There was so many of them back then. I never had any, you know, interest in them or whatnot. And I really don't understand people who like peeps. Like, get the peep out of here. Are you peeping me right now? Like, peeps? Really? They were just marshmallow with sugar in them. Like, what? Come on, bruh. If you literally can tell me and peeps was one of your top candies, go ahead and click off this podcast. Are you oh, Come on. Peeps? They are probably the worst candy that I ever had when I was a kid. Peeps? Really? Peeps and candy corn? If I wanted corn, I wouldn't be eating candy. Come on now. Like, those two candies, bruh, I don't know why people got hyped or why they would buy them. But you know what? You're a special type of person, and I applaud you anyways for having your own individual interest. <laughs> So I hope I had some fun with you on this Halloween day. I hope I was able to give you guys a little bit of fun and connect you guys back to your youth and at the same time show you why I hold Halloween as a very dear spot to my heart. Regardless, again, don't put this in religious aspects or deep things that it's connected to. I'm not trying to say that because I don't support any of that stuff and I'm not saying you're wrong if you dislike it. I'm very deep at times too and I could see that. I was just wanting to connect back with you with the innocence of what it meant to enjoy these type of holidays and why I see it as one of my favorite ones when I was a child because I had so much fun. We would go to different friends' house. We even would decorate different houses. When we got older, we would turn our garages into haunted mazes and we would do these scare things and dress up to scare people. It was so much fun. The story I told you was just one of many and I don't want to get into more of them because I want to keep those for other Halloween edition episodes I do for you. 
And I had a blast just letting you guys know that it's okay to enjoy yourself. And I'm pretty sure Halloween this year won't be the same with how everything's been going on in the world right now, but at least I could have done my part to show you guys the beginning of my roots and how much I love podcasting. And I think that's the overall message here that I wanted to show you guys. I feel like I'm meant to do this. I feel this is my calling, my passion, and I want to try to help you as much as I can along this journey of life with podcasting. No matter where the show takes me, no matter how big I get, how famous I get, or if I turn into nothing, I will always be here for you. This is for you. This show is entirely yours as much as it is mine. I want to build something together and I want us to grow and have fun together. And as you can see, I've got many voices for you to enjoy for just one night. Master, I don't know, master. No, where art thou, master? (laughs) I have so many of these locked up in the chamber. Again, though, I'm going to save them for next Halloween because I won't have a time capsule to play for you guys, so I'll be very creative with how I have fun with it on the next roundabout. So I love you guys so much. I had an absolute blast with this, so I hope you did as well. I'm sorry this isn't what you're usually used to, but I thought this would be a breath of fresh air. Gives me some time to enjoy myself, be topical with the moment, and live within the now, and also give you guys some really fun things to listen to and enjoy a young Alex as the present. Alex tells you I'm very excited to see what the future Alex has so now to get back on topic with the show and do something that I have been very excited to talk to you guys about because I myself have lived with this in my mind now lately for almost four years maybe five maybe almost six years in total it's hard to pinpoint when it started but I've noticed something about us as individuals especially when it comes to our lifestyle of the work we get into the people we go around, the type of significant other we get into our life, who we marry, the type of things we do for ourselves, and where we see ourselves, a lot of it revolves around this topic. I could also say that this topic in particular is a big reason why a lot of people live lives that they are not happy with, that they feel they are lackluster in, which is why so many people have midlife crisis, they cheat, they don't know who they are, they're depressed. There's so many things that it comes with, but the base premise of this is you need to understand you should never do this. There are reasons why you shouldn't, and there are a few specific things that I can get into which would allow you to do this, but you have to have the right outlook in understanding why you are doing this. Next week's topic is on settling. Settling is a very important thing that I myself will never do living forward with my life, except for a few aspects. And I'm very excited to get into this with you because I think I can help you realize so many things about your life and understanding that you deserve the best in life as I do as well. And we can accomplish these things together and we can push forward to something we would have never accomplished otherwise because we never said, I'm just going to stop and settle. This will be so much fun. I'm extremely excited for it. And again, I thank you so much for being a part of my family, for being a part of this show, for being a part of this brand, and for having a dime with me on All Hallows' Eve. (laughs) So happy Halloween again to all of you. I'm so glad we spent this time together. And if you ever want to reach out to me or get a hold of me, it's very easy. Just go to Instagram and type in Shallow Oceans. It's all one word and it should come up for you. Or on Twitter, it's Ocean Shallow. All one 
one word again, and it should pop right up for you. Give me a follow and comment on all these things. And on Instagram, I post a lot of these promo videos now, so you should have a lot of fun with it. YouTube is still in the work. Don't get it discouraged by that it's not being out yet. I'm just working on a lot of things behind the scenes, so just give me a little bit of time, and I'll announce when I have a drop date for you guys. Also, I would love for you guys, if you're listening on Spotify, yo, what up? Welcome in. If you could, if you have an Apple phone, please go to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, comment, give me a like, give me a topic idea you want me to rift on. I'm always here for you guys, and I love you so much. So thank you so much for staying a while and listening and taking off your shoes to spend a spooky season with me, because this is without a doubt my favorite time of the year, where we get together and we get to thrust in to the night where we get to rip off our chest and let everyone know this is our time this is a moment where we get to become something greater than our own selves where we get to be true shallow oceaners <laughs> i'm alex tyshirt and this is the shallow oceans podcast i love you guys so much i'm gonna see you next week next week